The Months, a pageant by Christina Rossetti. Personifications. Boys, January, March, July, August, October, December. Girls, February, April, May, June, September, November. Scene, a cottage with its grounds. A room in a large, comfortable cottage, a fire burning on the hearth, a table on which the breakfast things have been left standing. January is discovered seated by the fire. Cold the day and cold the drifted snow. Dim the day and tell the cold a dark night. Crackle, sparkle, faggot, embers glow. Someone may be plodding through the snow, longing for a light, for the light that you and I can show. If no one else should come, hear Robin Redbreast's welcome to a crumb, and never troublesome. Robin, why don't you come and fetch your crumb? Here's butter for my hunch of bread, and sugar for your crumb. Here's room upon the hearthrug, if only you'll come. In your scarlet waistcoat, with your keen bright eye, where are you loitering? Wings were made to fly. Make haste to breakfast, come and fetch your crumb, for I'm as glad to see you as you are glad to come. Two robins are seen tapping with their beaks at the lattice, which January opens. The birds flutter in, hop about the floor, and peck up the crumbs and sugar thrown to them. They have scarcely finished their meal, when a knock is heard at the door. January hangs a guard in front of the fire and opens to February, who appears with a bunch of snowdrops in her hand. Good morrow, sister. Brother, joy to you. I've brought some snowdrops, only just a few, but quite enough to prove the world awake, cheerful and hopeful in the frosty dew, and for the pale sun's sake. She hands a few of her snowdrops to January, retires into the background. While February stands, arranging the remaining snowdrops in a glass of water on the windowsill, a soft budding and bleeding are heard outside. She opens the door and sees one foremost lamb, with other sheep and lambs bleeding and crowding towards her. Oh, you little wonder, come, come in. You wonderful, you woolly, soft white lamb. You panting mother, you, come too, and lead that tottering twin safe in. Bring all your bleating kith and kin, except the horny ram. February opens a second door in the background, and the little flock flies through the, into a warm and sheltered compartment out of sight. The lambkin tottering in its walk, with just a fleece to wear, the snowdrop drooping on its stalk so slender, Snowdrop and lamb, a pretty pair, braving the cold for our delight, both white, both tender. A rattling of doors and windows, branches seen without, tossing violently to and fro. How the doors rattle and the branches sway. Here's Brother March, comes whirling on his way, with winds that eddy and sing. She turns the handle of the door, which bursts open. 
and discloses March hastening up, both hands full of violets and anemones. Come, show me what you bring, for I have said my say, fulfilled my day, and must away. March, stopping short on the threshold. I blow and rouse through the world's wide house to quicken the torpid earth. Grappling, I fling each feeble thing but bring strong life to the birth. I wrestle and frown and topple down. I wrench, I rend, I uproot. Yet the violet is born where I set the sole of my flying foot. Hands violets and anemones to February who retires into the background. And in my wake, frail windflowers quake, and the catkins promise fruit. I drive ocean ashore with rush and roar, and he cannot say me nay. My harp strings all are the forests tall, making music when I play. And as others perforce, so I on my course run and needs must run with sap on the mountain buds past count, in rivers and clouds and sun, with seasons and breath and time and death and all that has yet begun. Before March is done speaking, a voice is heard approaching, accompanied by a twittering of birds. April comes along singing and stands outside and out of sight to finish her song. Pretty little three sparrows in a tree Light upon the wing, though you cannot sing, you can chirp of spring, chirp of spring to me, sparrows from your tree. Never mind the showers, chirp about the flowers while you build a nest. Straws from east and west, feathers from your breast, make the snuggest bowers in the world of flowers. You must dart away from the chosen spray, you intrusive third extra little bird. Join the unwedded herd. These have done with play and must work today. April, appearing at the door. Good morrow and goodbye. If others fly, for of all the flying months, you are the most flying. Your hope and sweetness, April. Birth means dying, as wings and wind mean flying. So you and I and all things fly or die. And sometimes I sit, sighing to think of dying. But meanwhile, I've a rainbow in my showers, and a lap full of flowers, and these dear nestlings aged three hours. And here's their mother sitting, their father merely flitting, to find their breakfast somewhere in my bowers. As she speaks, April shows March her apron full of flowers and nest full of birds. March wanders away into the grounds, April, without entering the cottage, hangs over the hungry nestlings, watching them. What beaks you have, you funny things? What voices shrill and weak? Who'd think that anything that sings could sing through such a beak? Yet you'll be nightingales one day and charm the countryside when I'm away and far away and May is queen and bride. May arrives unperceived by April and gives her a kiss. April starts and looks around. Ah, oh, May, good morrow, May. And so goodbye. May. That's just your way, sweet April. Smile and sigh. Your sorrow's half in fun. 
begun and done, and turned to joy while twenty seconds run. I've gathered flowers all as I came along, at every step a flower, fed by your last bright shower. She divides an armful of all sorts of flowers with April, who strolls away through the garden. May continued. At gathering flowers, I listen to the song of every bird and bower. The world and I are far too full of bliss to think or plan or toil or care. The sun is waxing strong, the days are waxing long, and all that is is fair. Here are my buds of lily and of rose, and here's my namesake, Blossom May. From a watery spot, see here, forget me not with all that blows today. Hark to my linnets from the hedges green, blackbird and lark and thrush and dove, and every nightingale and cuckoo tells its tale, and all they mean is love. June appears at the further end of the garden, coming slowly toward the May, who, seeing her, exclaims, Surely you're come too early, Sister June. Indeed, I feel as if I came too soon to round your young May moon, and set the world a-gasping at my noon. It come I must, so here are strawberries, sun-flushed and sweet, as many as you please. And here are full-blown roses by the score, more roses and yet more. May, eating strawberries, withdraws among the flower beds. June continued. The sun does all my long day's work for me, raises and ripens everything. I need but sit beneath a leafy tree and watch and sing. Or if I'm lulled by note of bird and bee, or lulled by noontide's silence deep, I need but nestle down beneath my tree and drop asleep. June falls asleep and is not awakened by the voice of July. And behind the scenes is heard half singing, half calling. July, behind the scenes. Blue flags, yellow flags, flags all a-freckled. Which will you take, yellow, blue, speckled? Take which you will, speckled, blue, yellow. Each in its way has not a fellow. Enter July, a basket of many-colored irises slung upon his shoulders, a bunch of ripe grass in one hand and a plate of filled with peaches balanced upon the other. He steals up to June tickles her with the grass. She wakes. What? Here already? Nay, my trust is kept. The longest days slipped by you while you slept. I've brought you one curved pyramid of bloom. Hands her the plate. Not flowers, but peaches, gathered where the bees, as downy bask and boom, in sunshine and in gloom of trees. But get you in, a storm is at my heels, the whirlwind whistles and wheels, lightning flashes and thunder peals, flying and following hard upon my heels. June takes shelter in a thickly woven arbor. July continued. The roar of a storm sweeps up from the east to the lurid west. The darkening sky, like a cup, is filled with rain to the brink. The sky is purple and fire. Blackness and noise and unrest. The earth, parched with desire, opens her mouth to drink. Send forth thy thunder and fire. Turn over thy brimming cup. 
O sky, appease the desire of earth in her parched unrest. Pour out drink to her thirst, her famishing life lift up. Make thyself fair as at first, with a rainbow for thy crest. Have done with thunder and fire, O sky with a rainbow crest. O earth, have done with desire. Drink, and drink deep, and rest. Enter August, carrying a sheaf made up of different kinds of grain. Hail, brother August, flushed and warm, and scatheless from my storm. Your hands are full of corn, I see, as full as hands can be. And earth and air both smell as sweet as balm and their recovered calm, and that they owe to me. July retires into a shrubbery. August. Wheat sways heavy, oats are airy. Barley bows a graceful head. Short and small shoots up canary. Each of these is someone's bread. Bread for man or bread for beast, or at very least, a bird's savory feast. Men are brethren of each other, one in flesh and one in food, and a sort of foster brother is the litter or the brood of that folk in fur or feather who with men together breast the wind and weather. My harvest home is ended, and I spy September drawing nigh with the first thought of autumn in her eye and the first sigh of autumn wind among her locks that fly. September arrives, carrying upon her head a basket heaped high with fruit. Unload me, brother. I have brought a few plums and these pears for you, a dozen kinds of apples, one or two, melons, some figs all bursting through, their skins and pearled with dew, these damsons violet blue. While September is speaking, August lifts the basket to the ground, selects various fruits, and withdraws slowly among the gravel walk, eating a pear as he goes. My song is half a sigh, because my green leaves die. Sweet are my fruits, but all my leaves are dying, and well may autumn sigh, and well may I, who watch the seared leaves flying. My leaves that fade and fall, I note you one and all, I call you, and the autumn wind is calling lamenting for your fall and for the pall you spread on earth in falling. And here's a song of flowers to suit such hours, a song of the last lilies, the last flowers amid my withering bowers. In the sunny garden bed, lilies look so pale, lilies droop the head in the shady grassy vale. If all alike they pine in shade and in shine, if everywhere they grieve, where will lilies live? October enters briskly, some leafy twigs bearing different sorts of nuts on one hand, and a long, ripe, hot vine trailing over him from the other, when Delia is stuck in his buttonhole. Nay, cheer up, sister, life is not quite over, even if the year has done with corn and clover, with flowers and leaves. Besides, in fact it's true, some leaves remain and some flowers too, for me and you. Now see my crops. I've brought you nuts and hops, and when the leaf drops, why, the walnut drops. Crack your first nut and light your first fire. Roast your first chestnut crisp on the bar. Make the logs sparkle, stir the blaze higher. 
Logs are cheery as sun or as star. Logs we can find wherever we are. Spring, one soft day, will open the leaves. Spring, one bright day, will lure back the flowers. Never fancy my whistling wind grieves. Never fancy I've tears in my showers. Dance nights and days and dance on my hours. Sees November approaching. Here comes my youngest sister, looking dim and grim, with dismal ways. What cheer, November? November, entering and shutting the door. Naught have I to bring, tramping a chill and a shivering, except these pine cones for a blaze, except a fog which follows, and stuffs up all the hollows, except a hoarfrost here and there, except some shooting stars which dart their luminous cars, trackless and noiseless through the keen night air. October, shrugging his shoulders, withdraws into the background, while November throws her pine cones on the fire and sits down listlessly. The earth lies fast asleep, grown tired of all that's higher deep. There's not desired and not required save asleep. I rock the cradle of the earth, I lull her with a sigh, and know that she will wake to mirth by and by. December is seen running and leaping in the direction of the door. He knocks. Ah, oh, here's my youngest brother come at last. Come in, December. Come and shut the door, for now it's snowing fast. It snows and will snow more and more. Don't let it drift in on the floor. But you, you're all aglow. How can you be so rosy and warm and smiling in the cold? December. Nay, no closed doors for me, but open doors and open hearts in glee to welcome young and old. Dimmest and brightest month am I. My short days end, my lengthening days begin. What matters, more or less, sun in the sky, when all is sun within? Ivy and privet, dark as night, I weave with hips and haws a cheerful show, and holly for a beauty and delight, and milky mistletoe. While high above them all I set yew twigs and Christmas roses pure and pale, then spring her snowdrop and her violet may keep so sweet and frail, may keep each merry singing bird of all her happy birds that singing build, for I have a carol which some shepherds heard once in a wintry field. While December concludes his song, all the other months troop in from the garden or advance out of the background. The twelve join hands in a circle and begin dancing round to a stately measure as the curtain falls. <laughs>